Hi, welcome to the Parashas Emor edition. And after this week is from Yecheskel, Perak Memdalid. It's one of the more famous Haftaras because we read it every year. And it begins, Vakahanam Halavi and Bnei Tzadok. It details the mitzvahs of the Kahanim, especially in regard to Bayes Hashlishi, which is what this part of Yecheskel is talking about. To preface, the Psukim, right before our Avtaira, are discussing that when the Besamekdash will be rebuilt, there are some who lost their chance and they weren't faithful. They're not going to be included. Ben Nechar, Arel Lev, Arel Basar, different categories of people. Pasuk Yud says, this is before our Avtaira, Kim Halavim, Asherach HaKum Meolai, so the uh, those that weren't faithful are going to lose their chance, and they're not going to be able to be the kahanim. And then it begins. Those that kept faithful, when the Jewish people strayed, they're going to serve me, and it continues along those lines. I heard from Amir Salvechik, he said, just a beautiful uh, Pashib Shad here, as is well known, a story that Shimon Schwab came, to, uh, was by the Chavetz Chaim for a Shabbos, the Chavetz Chaim asked him, are you a Kayan? He said, no. And he said, uh, is your father a Kayan? He said, no. Grandfather? And he was... Uh, wondering what the Chavetz Chaim was getting at. So the Chavetz Chaim said, you know that my I'm a Kayan, my father's a Kayan, and the reason for that is because way back when the Klai Yisrael served the Egel, Moshe Rabbeinu said, Mila Shem Eli, and Shevet Levi were the ones that came forth. So that made uh, a special group, that made the Kahanim special, Shevet Levi special, and he was telling him how your actions could influence things, even future generations. So, Rameir said, that's how we understand the Pasuk, that they, the, the, the fact that everyone wants to come when the Beis HaMikdash is built, that's nothing special. What's special is that they were the ones that kept faithful during the time when the whole Klai Yisrael, or, or a big majority of Klai Yisrael, was turning the other way. They kept faithful. That's what keeps them in the loop and made them special. Now, B'nai Tzadok, the Radak tells us here, that the Kohen Gadol Bizman Bayis Rishon was Tzadok, and the Kahanim are called by his name, Rashi tells us here also, and Tzadok was from Elazar ben Aaron During the reign of, or right before David, during the, the Tkufa of David, once the children of Eli were no longer um the Kahanim, and they, they lost it based on the incidents in the beginning of Sefer Shmuel. They, they were from Isamar ben Aaron Akayin, and then it reverted back to the Bnei Pinchas ben Elazar ben Aaron Akayin, and that is how the Kahanim are called. But at the same time, it, it's uh, referring over here to the Kahanim in general. Now, this part of Yecheskel, the last eight, nine prokim, are talking about Bayashlishi. We've mentioned in the past that there is a number of things in these prokim which seem 
against what we find in other places, whether it's against psukim, whether it's against certain concepts that we find. And the question is how to understand them. So a number of them are discussed already in Chazal. And in Arav Torah, there's a number of very good examples of this. And basically, Rashi follows Chazal that make the psukim fit with the Torah, make them fit with the, the current halacha as we know it. And it has nothing to do, especially with Yimei HaGa'ula and, and Bayashlishi. However, the Radak and the Malbim do understand in a general way that these Psukim are special things that will be Bizman Bayashlishi. The Malbim generally understands that they're for the, for the uh, entire term of Lassid Lavoy, and the Radak goes a little more a little narrower to say that it's going on the Hanukkah Spayish Shlishi. That's in, in a general way. But the Radak and the Malbim basically understand that many of these Psukim are Dafka for that time, while Rashi goes along with Chazal in many places, which says that it is referring uh, to, you have to make the Psukim work out with each other. And I'd like to quote four examples of this in Araf Torah. The first one is in Perak Mandalat, Pasuk Chav Beis. It discusses who the clients are allowed to marry. And this is discussed in our parsha. Now over here, we know that a Kayan Hedyit, a regular Kayan, is allowed to marry a Besula, unmarried woman, or an Almana. He's not allowed to marry a Grusha, a divorcee. Over here, the Pasik tells us, Valmana u Grusha Lenashim. He's not should not take an Almana or a Grusha. Ki and Besula is Mizera Israel. So it seems to say in the Pasuk that a Kayan cannot marry an Almana, a widow. However, if it was an Almana from a Kayan, then they can. Now, it, this is not how the Pasuk in our parsha tells us. So the Gemara in Kedushin, if I inches, Ahmed Beis, asks this question. And the Gemara says that you have to understand this Pasuk. You have to break it up. is going on a Kayan Gadol. Okay, stop. And a, a regular um, almana, any almana, of the kahanim, the regular kahanim, the kayan hedit, yikachu is allowed to take it. So it fits with the pasuk. The radak and the malvim here say that bizman bayishlishi, the kahanim are going to either from themselves or it's going to be something that will be. Um, will be commanded to them that they're going to raise into a level to be almost like the Kayin Gogol. Kayin Gogol, because of his elevated level, cannot marry an Almana. They're going to follow that. However, with an exception, because they're not exactly like the Kayin Gogol, the exception will be that an Almana, a widow who was married to a Kayin, they will still be permitted to take. That's one example. Number two is, in Pasuk Chav Zayin, it says, Again, just like we saw earlier that these sukkim are not exactly clear. We're talking about the Kayan Gadol, Kayan Hedyat. Seemingly, it's talking about all Kahanim, but it may be talking about the Kayan Gadol. So it says here, when the Kayan comes into the Kaydish, he will bring a Chatos. Now, where does a Kayan bring a Chatos when he comes into Duavoidim? So Rashi tells us that this is referring to the Minchas Chinuch. Minchas Chinuch is the first. Mincha, when any Kayan would go to do Avodah, he would bring a special Mincha on that day, and that's what it's referring to. Now, it's not really a Karmachatos, but it's referred to here 
as the chatos. It's a it's a it's an offering which is uh, which acts as a sort of a chatos as a uh, atonement. The Radak and the Malbim here say that it's something new that that at that time once they're tame, which is what the pasuk is talking about, after someone was tame, they will bring a they will bring a karmachatos. That will be something new, lasilava. And then the Radak quotes the Chazal that say, like Rashi brought, that it's uh, referring to the mechaschenach. Example number three is pasuk lamed aleph. It says. The kohana may not eat nevelos utrefas animals that die themselves or if they have a severe injury. And Rashi points out that, of course, no one of Kaisal is allowed to eat nevelos utrefas. Why does it special? Why does it specially mention the kohanim? And Rashi says, similar to what we find in the Torah, that because kohanim are allowed to eat. Malikas ha'oif, they're allowed to eat birds which were brought as a carbon, even though they're not shechted properly. Therefore, the Torah tell us that in general they may not eat nevelos utrefas, and they're not any different in that regard. However, in this, the Malbim has a beautiful pshat based on a pasuk earlier in Yecheskel. Perak Dalad, pasuk Yudalad. Yecheskel is talking to Hashem and says, Hine nafshi loy I never. Uh, was defiled and nevelo trefa loy achalti min urei vad ato. I never ate nevelo trefa v'leibo befi besar pigol. I never ate pigol. The pasuk over here is mentioning a bunch of things which are aser meikar adin. They're not. They're not anything special. Why is Yecheskel mentioning them as as a as something special that he stands out? So the Gemara and Chulin tells us it it explains the various parts of the pasuk. But on nevelo trefa it says that it's referring to which and Rashi quotes this Gemara there. It's referring to animals which are in danger or they're about to die, animals which don't have a clear iser. And we find in the Gemara many times that they would shecht an animal which was going to die. So Yechazka was saying that that is something which he stayed away from, even though me'ikara din its mutter. So it says the Malbim that it's <clears throat> it's telling us that la'asid lavay, the kahanim, will be on a level where they will avoid any such animals, even though they're mutter me'ikra didn't everyone else, they will be forbidden for kohanim. Example number four is, going back a drop, Pasuk Chav tells us, they shall not, they shall not, so they should not remove all their hair, they should not grow their hair too much, <coughs> Interesting words, kasam yichsamu, Rashi explains, it means kikusemes. It means like grain that has um, that has exact way that it grows, and basically Rashi is quoting a Gemara in Sanhedrin, and Rashi explains there on the, uh, in the first plan of Rashi, that it's going on, it's going on the Kain Gadol, where the Gemara tells us that the Kohen Gadol would have a special type of haircut, which was Roisha Shalzeb, it's not Ikri Shalzeb, which according to Moser Shaina means that it was a very short haircut and the hair was only long enough to reach the next, making an exact covering over the hair. The Ravid learns different in uh, Parakeh Lechavav Kleomikdash. He learns that the hair was actually pretty long and the longest hair is coming from the middle of the head would be cut to be exactly as long as the shortest hair exactly near the hairline 
So it was sort of like a mushroom haircut. But either way, the Radak uh, brings us here and to say that La'asid Lavoy So actually, I think it's the Malbim here that says that that La'asid um, Lavoy all of the Kahanim will be on that um, Actually, he says they're going to do it by themselves. That the Kahanim will raise themselves to the Madrega of the Kahanim. They will also get that type of haircut, whatever the Madrega is. And uh, anyways, these are the four examples. And the basic uh, connection with our parishes, obviously we're talking about the Inyanim, the special things that the Kahanim do. And we hope to merit the Bayes Ashlishi and to see these things. Have a wonderful Shabbos.